Hello, friends, and welcome to Inside the Writer's Cafe. I'm Cheryl Nason. Toni Morrison once said, If there's a book that you really want to read, but it hasn't been written yet, then you must write it. Our show features the hottest authors and introduces you, our listeners, to exciting new authors talking about themselves and their latest work. Do you know how many women played significant roles in the life of Jesus? Well, stay tuned and find out. Dr. Bonnie Ring joins me today to talk about her book, Women Who Knew Jesus. Bonnie received both her master's and her doctorate degrees in adult education from Boston University. She did additional graduate study at UCLA in Applied Behavioral Sciences and at UC San Francisco in Human Sexuality. She received a Master's of Divinity degree from the Church Divinity School of the Pacific in Berkeley. She's recognized by Who's Who in America, Who's Who Among American Women, and Who's Who in the West. Bonnie, what an absolute pleasure. Welcome. Oh, thank you. I'm delighted to be here. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure, and your book is so intriguing. Now, I know that you've been doing retreats about this topic for some time. Oh, yes. Tell me where the original idea for this came from. Oh, my first semester in seminary in 1986, the first assignment was to write five meditations on saints, of people who lived before the year 500. And I asked, rather innocently, do you mind if I do all women? And the professor said, well, of course, you can do all women. But then I'm not sure I can think of five women that would qualify. And that just aroused my feminist curiosity. Well, in books of saints, you can find up to 30-plus women who have been made saints since during the first 500 years of the church. So I don't know where he was coming from, except from a very sexist Princeton background. Wow. Very interesting. Well, what inspired you to write the book now? Um, The first time I gave the retreat, it was in about 1989 before I ever finished seminary with a women's group from Piedmont Community uh, Community Church here in California. And I continued to give it over the years. And finally, a group from El Camino Real, the diocese there, called the Episcopal Church in Almaden, went through the first retreat and said, Bonnie, we want you to do another one. And I said, oh, I've always wanted to do the rest of the women. And that gave me permission to study another nine women, And when I was in the midst of giving that retreat, I I realized I should write a book so women everywhere can get to know these women. Exactly. And I think it's wonderful that all of a sudden it just came to you that you should write a book. That's the way the Holy Spirit works. I like the book. It's interactive. Let's talk about how you've structured it. It really is drawn on the kinds of, uh, on the way in which I engage people in retreat. It's interactive. It's uh, it's an op- opportunity to experience the story, and uh, engage in your own reflections about the story and how it applies to you today. So I I just I used all the methods, starting with 
Ignatian retreat uh, allows you to get into the story as if you were there. And so I have them imagine each of the characters and how they might be reacting to different steps in the story. And then I have them reflect on how they are similar to or different from the character. And I do, I do that for both each of the women and for Jesus, because it's an opportunity to see Jesus through the eyes of these women and to see him as they knew him. There's a unique perspective in the book. Talk about how the women have each viewed Jesus. We can't talk about each one of the women, but you've taken a very different tract than a, just a, a regular book about this kind of idea. Explain the book a little bit so that our, our listeners will okay. have sort of an overview. Well, the book begins with Mary being uh, greeted by an angel to tell her that she was to birth God's child. And I describe her deeply as a, a you know young woman, maybe 13 or 14, very naive, very humble. Why me? And how she's convinced that whatever the God, whatever God wants is okay. And then I look at her several times throughout the book because there are other stories about her that are less well known. And um, you get to see that she, she was a mother, a disapproving mother often, who uh, wanted her son to be something other than he was. And she got very upset with him when at 12 he disappeared and uh, spent three days in the temple with the, with the elders and she didn't know where he was. And she didn't accept his answer that said, well, I'm doing my father's business. As any mother would be, right? As any mother would be. She's just a typical mother. Um, And then I talk about some of the women who knew him, like Mary and Martha, and how often uh, clergy misinterpret what Jesus is saying to them. Um, Martha is very agitated and busy, and uh, she's your typical doer. And she complains to Jesus that his, her sister is not helping her. And Jesus says to her, Martha, Mary is doing the right thing. And, you know, women get upset about that. What do you mean telling me I, I'm not doing the right thing? Well, the right thing was to sit and listen to him, to become a disciple like the men. Then there are women he bumps into, and he takes compassion on them like uh, the woman, uh, a widow from Nain, whose only son dies at a young age, and he looks at her in this funeral beer that's going by, and he feels so sorry for her, because a widow who had no husband, no, no son, had no one to take care of her. And he resuscitated him and brought him back to life. And really what he gave was both of them got a new life. She got to get, regain her life as a mother, and he got to regain his life. So each of the stories is very, very particular and interesting, and I try to get inside the characters and see what what impact that Jesus would have on them when he makes some of the statements he makes or he acts in ways that he acts. There are several healing stories. Some of them are just incredible. Um, My favorite story is on the cover, and that's the story of uh, Jesus and the Samaritan woman at the well, the Jews and the Samaritans hated one another because the Samaritans had intermarried. 
uh, when they were taken into captivity, and so they weren't following the rigid Orthodox uh, Hebrew regulations. And he sees her at this well at noon in the hot sun, and she's there because that's when nobody else will be there to make her feel bad. And he talks to her, and she is so taken with him that she disregards her normal social isolation, and she runs back to the town to tell everybody that she thinks she's met the Messiah. And they all come back and, and, and get him to stay for two more days, and he teaches them too. So that gives you a flavor. How many women did you include? Um, there are, I think there are 16 women. There are three stories about Mary, and that would make 19, yeah, and an introduction and a conclusion. Are there any that you didn't include that you wish you no. had? Every woman that interacted with Jesus that's in the Gospels, I included. Well, I think this is a, a very... And that's one of the things that, I'm sorry, that's one of the things that's un- unusual about this book. It's every woman that interacted with him. You're exactly right. I think that's very unusual as well. That's why I asked the question, so that, that our listeners would understand that you've really made this a comprehensive compendium if you will. Yes. yes. Now, when our listeners pick up a copy of the book and they begin to interact with it, what do you want them to take away? What do you want them to leave with? I think there are two things primarily. One is to be astounded that there were so many women who were affected by Jesus. When, when you go to church, you hear about the men and you don't hear about the women. And we need role models. Even today, we need role models. And in Christianity, we definitely need role models. Um, it is surprising to women that there were so many, that they were so assertive, that Jesus had such affirmation and, and um, appreciation of them. And so that would be the one, one goal, that they would suddenly see uh, uh, an array of women with whom... And then this is the second one, with whom they might identify. It's impossible to read these stories without seeing your own similarity to some of the women. Well, we pointed out one similarity already, that Mary was not happy when she didn't know where Jesus was, that he was in the temple, and he came back and he told her that story, and she didn't like the story. That's, that's a, right. That's exactly that's right. how any modern mother would react to the a same or similar situation. That's true. So I suspect that as the reader goes through the book, they will probably see themselves and they will see situations that they deal with perhaps on a daily basis or perhaps that they've dealt with at some time in their lives. It makes what happened 2,000 years ago very contemporary and very relevant. And in the last chapter of the book, in the conclusions, I list all the women, and I ask them to think about which one of them reminded them most of themselves. Oh, good. Good. I think that's a really good way to end the book. If the listeners want to know more about you, is there a website that they can go to? Well, they can learn a certain amount about me from the website for the book, which is www.womenwhonewjesus.com. And I'm in the process of constructing a, a, a personal website, uh, which will be drbonniering.com, but that's under construction. 
You also are have a Facebook page that I believe is under construction as well. That's true. That's true. It's been up to this time. It's been a kind of family um, sharing, and I've been busy identifying people around the country who might be interested in the book. So I'm going to create a new page for the book for the uh, for the for for Facebook that will reflect me and the book. Now, if the listeners want to get a preview of the book, they can go to Amazon and just Amazon.com and then pull up the book search feature and put in the title of the book, which is Women Who Knew Jesus by, and your name is very easy to spell, Dr. Bonnie, B-O-N-N-I-E, capital R-I-N-G, Click on it, and the book comes up, and there's a, a little excerpt that explains what the book is about, and then there's an author, author bio there that gives your credentials. Where else could they find the book? Well, they can go right to the website, and it's got several different sections. I, I just love this website, but it has one on the book and one on the on me as an author. It has a, a, an excerpt from Chapter 1, so they get a sense of how I'm going to talk about these women and and work with them. Um, They can order the book through the website, which will take them directly to Author House, which is my publisher, authorhouse.com. And they can even write me in response. They can join my mailing list. They can um, ask me questions. So lots of opportunities on the website. Yes, yes. They did a they did a website that reflects the interactive nature of the book. It gives the the, the um, observer a chance to react, and it's got my favorite quote of all, which has to do with God's the history of God's salvation cannot be told without women. Oh, I love it! If you could sit down face to face with our listeners today, what is the one thing? that you would like to leave them with about your book, Women Who Knew Jesus? That there were significant and interesting women involved in Jesus' ministry, um, that they don't know anything about. And that they will discover that those women understood him and valued him, in fact, much more than the male disciples. Well, you... That's the one thing I'd like them to go away with. You've been so interesting. I really have enjoyed our conversation. And, well, Cheryl, thank you. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure, Bonnie, and thank you so much for taking time out of what I know is an incredibly busy schedule to be our guest today on Inside the Writer's Cafe. Thank you. Our time is up, and we'd like to thank you for yours. Remember, pick up a good book and read.